Welcome to Deskmate. <laughs> Been a hard Monday. It's okay. ah, Jesus. Okay. Hmm? We're tired. Welcome to Deskmates, your Eurovision podcast. I'm Robbie. I'm your thirty-something host. Oh, and I'm Ken, and I'm your. 50-something host. 30-something yeah. so for another 360 days, I can say that. So, okay, yeah, yeah, I have 10 years to be 50, so... Yeah. Mm. Great. <laughs> we we can't we can't mess around. We've got a lot to talk about. Yeah, we have. Because it's your favourite time of year, or it was. Yes. San Remo. It was San Remo week. Yeah. Should I explain what San Remo is? Very Just briefly explain, yeah. I mean, we are talking about selection processes in each country, and, and uh, San Remo is the selection process for Italy, but it's really not actually. It's the biggest music festival in Italy that also lets the winner go to Eurovision, if they want. And uh, the winner in the end that came out last week will go to Eurovision, so we don't have to discuss that anymore. Mm. The difference between most countries is they have 30 songs, as we do in Sweden, but they start on Tuesday night, quarter to nine in the evening, with all 30 songs. So around half past two in the middle of the night, first night is ended. Then they do the same thing the day after, but just half of the songs. The show is as long because they put in some guest artists and things like that. Very Italian. And then on Wednesday, they take the other half. Then on Friday, they do duets. So all the 30 artists do one song together with somebody else. And that is covers. So that could be a celebration of an Italian artist or it could be a rhythmics. And then it comes to Saturday and you do the same thing that you did on Tuesday. You do the songs again. The only difference is also because usually there's not much of a stage show. It's a huge stage. It's a huge live orchestra, but not much of stage shows. And all these nights, there are different ways to select the winners. It could be a press audience. It could be a radio audience. It could be people calling in. And then they combine this in some way that not even statistics understand. And then they have a winner in the end. Very Italian. Yeah. So, and, and the nice thing with it is that they, it's been on for for a while, mm. <laughs> belong before Eurovision. And it's been up and down, of course, but now it's on a high. So they have amazing pop songs. If you like pop songs, that's the thing. Mm. I don't think they, it's very Italian, mm. but it's very commercial. And yeah, there's so many things that I love. So I don't, I mean, just picking songs to play for you is just mm. hard. So you have <laughs> sent me a selection of songs. So out of 30, you've sent six, did you? I sent you eight, because eight. I sent you six, and then the winner and the runner-up. Okay. You told me to send you one. Should I take, ask you, why did you, you, you ask specifically for one song? Should we start with that one? We can start with that one. So, yeah, I cheated a little bit. So normally, mm -hmm. this is the first time I see and hear the song. Yeah. Um, when was the first time you heard about Sanremo? Well, so, here's the thing. Your excitement is contagious. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't I couldn't resist. <laughs> so I was walking the dog at the weekend, and normally I'd listen to podcasts, not ours. Uh, I'd listen to other podcasts. And I was like, no, you know what? I'm going to check out San Remo for two reasons. One, I wanted to see if I could pick the winner, mm. which I didn't. Mm. But two, I wanted to see if I could, just by listening without the video, tell which one is Mahmoud, mm. which of course I could. Yeah. <laughs> and his song is amazing. Yeah. But my reflections on listening to, I don't think I got through all 30 songs because, you know, I don't walk the dog for six hours. <laughs> Great. Really just a high quality. I mean, you'd said it before that you will get, you know, probably 10 of your favorite songs this mm. year from uh, San Remo. Yeah. And I can understand that as a person that likes pop music. Yeah. There's a couple in there that, you know, I, I could definitely listen to. I don't object to. It's not necessarily my type mm. of music. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> having having spent all of these weeks listening to every song from Norway and having had <laughs> what I would call 
two very mediocre, mediocre weeks of uh, Melody Festival in. This is like... It's, yeah, I know. It's, it's, different... it's, it's like a different world. Yeah. To come so how, how have they only had one winner in the last, you know, five years? Because they, I, I think, I mean, first I think they're quite lousy at staging, the things that we always come back to here. Mm. Because since they don't have that in San Remo, they need to make it up. And they've done some very weird choices. If you mm. look at Soldi, for example, that's, you could have done so much more out of that. And it came second, but I mean, it should have won. On the other hand, it was hard for them to mess up Moneskin because it was a phenomenon yeah, and, just, and, and yeah. all these kind of things. I mean, you didn't have to do anything with them. They are a band that perform live yeah. and you just put them on the stage. They did their thing. And I would also say that one of the strongest things that they sent lately was 2020. They had, I mean, everybody, when we when we make up, made up um, results of 2020 since it was cancelled due to um, COVID, we always talk about Iceland, of course, of Dadi, because that was a huge cult hit everywhere. And maybe that is what would have won. But if you look at Diodato from Italy that year, that's, that's, that's another level also. He came back in, in Turin when they were there and, and got to sing it on stage for one of the semifinals. Yeah. He's, he's also here this year. So. Yeah, and, and just a very brief uh, reminder, we do this every time we talk about a new country for the first time. So last year they sent, forget the guy's name, Due Vite. Yeah, Michael Men- Mengoni. Yeah. Mengoni. Beautiful, beautiful song. Very reminiscent of France this year. You know, solo male performer, super powerful voice. I think he had a bit of a falsetto as well yep. in there. So yeah, Due Vite last year, which is a beautiful song. I guess it means two lives. Oh, don't. I, I have okay, no, no, let's not get into that. But it's interesting. I, I don't know one word of Italian. Of course, you can, some words you recognize because it's a European language. But most, I, I just put my own, like, emotions into this song. I don't want to see what I what I actually mean. No. I yeah. rather just mimic it. Well, yeah, when Mahmoud came back uh, two years ago with that other guy and they were singing about diamond bicycles. Yep. It's like, yeah, okay, mate. <laughs> so let's start with Irama and Tuno. Fantastic. Yeah, I know. Just amazing. It's it's amazing. It, it's nice. The first time I, I noticed this guy was 2021 when he was in San Remo also. And actually this song ended up fifth. And that's exactly what he ended up last time also. And that was also one of the songs I listened to most that year. I think this is very Italian, Mm -hmm. but it's, I mean, it's something. It is Italian, but he reminds me, he's got that really gravelly voice. He reminds me of like an Italian Michael Bolton, Mm. a certain uh, Michelangelo Boltonio, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) Took you a second. I mean, like, what what is he talking about? Yeah, mm. but uh, but obviously I heard it and I hadn't seen him. And seeing him, he's he's younger than I thought he would be because he has that sort of uh, deep voice. But yeah, just really e- emotional, evocative. You could tell there's yep. a lot of passion in there. And every sentence, I, I, I mean, I speak a tiny amount of Italian, uh, enough to order a coffee. But everything he says sounds delicious. I'm like, I'll yeah, una cappuccino. Yeah. <laughs> but it, you know, it just it all sounds like a really nice pasta dish. Um, now, yep. interestingly. Hmm? When we talked about Slimani, the the French entry this year, he was using a lot of words that as a non-French speaker, you probably recognize. Mm -hmm. Je t'aime. He mentioned Paris. You know, this, you might think of that as a bit of a cheap trick, but it's good for the international audience. Mm. Whereas Italy, they don't seem to care at all. It's like, no. But it's because they don't write it for anybody else than Italy. Yeah. And it's like a a crucial part, the lyrics, when, if they're going to win this. 
So people are like li- really listening to it. Like, of course, there's no other language going on in, in Sanremo. That's, I, don't, yeah. I don't think it's, I don't know if it's allowed, but no, I don't know, think so. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, had he won, I'd be, I'd be super happy with that. I don't think that this is, personally, I don't think it's strong enough to win the whole thing. No. I don't think it's no, different enough and maybe a little boring on stage. Yeah. Uh, I think you should p- put it in the back of your head because at some point he will win. Okay. That's my yeah, yeah. So One should we take another ballad as we talked about the adapter before? So let's put another, another ballad on because this is like a completely it's also very Italian and but it's not at all as Roma they are very different people doing Italian ballads mm. both of them okay so yeah let's go this is Diodato with T-Movie <laughs> Another beautiful song. I know. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> just, yeah, hit after hit. Uh, this one, you know, a little bit more down-tempo ballad. Yep. But it's still very, very pretty, very nice. I think we're also being a bit influenced that we're watching the sort of music videos. Exactly. I, I, was, I was about to say that. Yeah. I, I will tell everybody to, if you think it was a bit lame in mm. like we're listening to a very short clip here in the podcast check it out on youtube because it, the, he makes beautiful videos and also the, what you didn't hear was that there, there comes like a string section mm. just into it later which reminds me a bit of bittersweet symphony with uh, the, the verb. verb yeah yeah uh, that kind of understated uk yeah. pop yeah. thing ah oh, i just i just i think it's so beautiful it didn't go very well for him this i mean since he won last time of course this was a little bit worse but um Sure. But at least you didn't come back with the same song again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is something different. Something different. I just, I just love it. And I like, I I just love to show like the difference there. Yeah. uh, No, that's that's really nice. Yeah. The video is very, uh, very interesting. It sort of reminds me of like an OK Go, like one shot sort of thing. But we're not here to rate the videos, but it's just, you know, it's nice. Um, should what we... should I pick now? In the Let's pick Loredana Bertea, because that's a woman that has a very interesting history. She's been married to Björn Boy. Oh. And it was not a very good ending at that marriage. She famously hates Sweden. And she also said at some point now during the week that she wanted to win so she could back and annoy the king even more. Because <laughs> for, for some reason, I mean, it's not unreasonable that she hang around with the king because it was Bjorn Borg and they were younger back then. Sure. Uh, but yeah, yeah, she just wanted to win to just, I don't know what her directly words were, but something like come back and bite off his balls or something. So yeah, uh, an interesting woman. She's like over her, uh, in her 70s now. Live, I'd, I'd say there was a bit more to desire, but I just think it's a fun song. So just check Great. it. So this is Loredana Berte with Pazza. Pazza. Scusa se ti ho fatto male, forse non sono normale, o forse, forse, forse. Io sono pazza di me, di me, e voglio gridarlo ancora. Non ho bisogno di chi mi perdona, io faccio da sola, da sola. Yeah, like a <laughs> Italian pop punk with a granny singing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah she, she was she a heavy smoker? Probably, I don't know. 
Yeah, I, I think she sounded exactly the same back like in the 80s, 90s when she mm. was like famous here because she was a singer on already then. I mean, it, it just, it reminds me very much of like Italian music coming out in Europe during the 80s, like Eros Gamasotti and this kind of, this is like the 80s rock tunes they had. And I just, I, I went, beforehand I was like, oh Jesus, why is that woman coming back? But I mean, I, I just, I think that's the beauty of this contest, like that they have like a 74-year-old woman on stage just yeah. going for it. Yeah, not not one I think I'll listen to. Maybe not maybe. going on, but yeah, good to good to see the variety. Yeah, talking about variety, uh, the Colors. Okay, they had the biggest hit in Italy this summer, and it, that's called Italo Disco. So I, I recommend you to go to uh, YouTube and check out the lyric videos for Italo Disco. That was huge. They also released it in the English version. Just stay away from that. It should be in Italian. Yeah. So uh, this is the follow up to to the big hit in many ways. Yeah. Okay, so this is the Colors with. Un ragazzo, una ragazza. Exactly. Un ragazzo incontra una ragazza, la notte poi non passa, la notte se ne va. Un ragazzo incontra una ragazza, le labbra su le labbra, poi che succederà? Brilliant. <laughs> no. I mean, <laughs> just great. Just a proper like electro funk, like a little bit of Daft Punk, a little bit of 70s, a little bit of 80s, like just super. Yeah. And the video amazing. And it also has a dance move. Uh-huh. And I mean, all, I mean, you, you see it in the video. Yeah, you yeah. also, they did it like on stage. So it's, it's TikTokable. Is it's what a TikTokable. Saying. Exactly. Yeah. That's what okay. it is. So it's very much. Yeah. Like I mean, today. if this had won, I'd, I'd be okay with that. Yep. Brilliant. Could it win the whole thing? I mean, I think it's quirky enough, but maybe not the strongest no, song. And I think they, they, as I said, they had a big hit this summer. This is very similar, but maybe not as catchy. Yeah. So that that's always hard to do the same thing. On one side, it's what people expect. It's, it's This is the same rule in Melivsvall and in Eurovision everywhere. If you're having a huge hit, you don't win, you come back. What do you do? Do you do the exact same thing? Often... You can do that and then you will end up a little bit worse than last time, but you will get your hit. Or do you do something completely new and you can be a total flop mm. or you can win. Yeah. So it's 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 hard. <clears throat> yeah, tricky. Uh, yeah, lovely. I could definitely add that to my rotation of just nice songs. Yep. Yeah. So now I'm going to push you up a little level. Now you have my two biggest favorites mm. from this year before we're going into the top two. I think we're going to start with Annalisa, who might be one of the biggest artists they have there. They She's been in San Diego several times, but usually do ballads when she releases music outside. It's a lot of pop songs, and but in, in San Diego she's stuck with ballads. Mm. And now she went for the more Kylie Minogue-esque way, which is, of course, so right up my alley, I can't even speak about it. I, I mean, that any country have a song like this and it don't win, it's just, in my head, it doesn't, it, it's not even, I, I don't understand how it works. She ended up in third place. This was supposed to be her year but of course it never works out like that no. it's just like when people think when it's like decide last year it worked with marco magoni everyone's like this is his year and then he won but i mean you you hear the song this year it's just like all over too good so this even if you won't like this this is so me so i, I haven't i haven't I really survived that it didn't win okay yet. I'll, be, I'll be gentle <laughs> so gentle. this is annalisa with sinceramente 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 Okay, but that is a Kylie song. And that co- mean that continue. Yeah, that's 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 can't get you out of my head. Ish. Yeah. Ish. Ish. I mean it, it is great, but it, that is that is that 
Kylie. So. <laughs> it's, it's similar, but what Kylie do, I mean, that's that's the whole hook in it. This is just like a third of the mm. of the hook with this song, and it's also turned into. It doesn't turn into happiness mm. like a Kylie song. It's turned yeah. into something sadder mm. when the Sincamente things comes along, and yeah. that's like the brilliance of it. No, it's I I think it's great. Yeah, if that had won, I would not be surprised. I'd, I'd be She's a, also. So good live. I mean, if, probably, I don't know if it's still in at YouTube now, if you check, but the, the voice of that woman. She also sang uh, Eurythmics uh, on the cover nights that you could check out. That's also great. Mm. Uh, yeah, brilliant. So uh, is she one to watch? Do you think has she been around before? Or She's absolutely one to watch. She's, I mean, when this song was released, every, all, all the songs were released on Tuesday night when they played the first time. All of them was top 30 on Spotify. 30 songs, top 30. She was number two by then, but she was the most streamed female artist on Spotify in the history of Italy that night. For wow. the first day. So, uh, yeah, she's she's huge. So, yeah, she's absolutely one to watch. And I still can't believe she just ended up third in the end. It's just too good. Mm. Some stars shine too bright. <laughs> so they shine for a short time. And with that said, we're going to the next one, which didn't even end up in top five. He ended up, he came out as number six. He's Mahmoud that we talked about before. So he, this is his third time in six years in this contest. Yeah. He won twice yeah. before. Here's the thing. I just told you that Annalisa was my favorite. I will probably change that now already because I think this is another level of good. This is also so amazing. But the only thing that differs from Annalisa is I don't think I wanted Mahmoud to win a third time for them in six years. Sure. It's a bit, yeah. yeah. But on the other hand, I think this is the best song mm. he have had in this contest. And it would have been his best song in Eurovision if he had managed to go there but he didn't I agree with you having already listened to them and obviously I could pick out straight away uh, Mahmoud's song I think this is the best of his three and I was a big fan of Salty yeah I thought too. this I thought um, Brividi there was some uh, male falsetto in there so it ticks a lot of boxes for me it was also uh, you know I guess was was it fair to say a, a queer anthem I, I don't know I mean none of them are officially out one of them is officially straight that's not Mahmoud <laughs> And uh, and I think if I, I I tried actually to see what this lyrics is all about about this song and he's singing like a love song to somebody that called him bro so it could either be a very butch woman or it's a man but mm. it's not something I think he has comment on yet. Ken, we're showing our age because you know in these days you can call women could call you bro you can call women bro it's totally yeah. fine you okay. know you're, you're putting like binary boundaries on I things. <laughs> okay, so this is Mahmoud with. Tuta gold, which in Swedish means golden boobies. <laughs> I mean, we don't need to go any further. It's a, it's a fantastic song. That is like the best song of this year already, I would say. Yeah. I mean, it's... It's brilliant. And it also has like a Eurovision staging going on in the video. And he actually brought dancers in the final in San Remo. Okay. These, all these good looking dudes. Sometimes life is just horrible. And some observations. <laughs> uh, Soldi and this both have that sort of clap, clap. Mm -hmm. uh, True. Which, you know, I don't know if that's a Mahmoud thing, but it's, uh, I like it. Now, the filming of this, now bearing in mind we're watching the music video, not the, you know, official staging or whatever. Uh, it's filmed like a TikTok, mm. you know, like that sort of, you know, you see influencers doing that kind of stuff. Uh, but yeah, great. Just brilliant. So do you know what Tudor Gold is? Uh, no. It's a golden tracksuit. Oh, okay. Language. Language. <laughs> 
Words have different meanings. <laughs> exactly. Fancy that. No, I mean, I think we both agree that this is the best. Just I mean, fantastic. It's just, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, what a songwriter and artist that person six, is. Sixth place. I know. That's, it's so wrong. But he wa- it's the biggest hit out of them in the world. I think he's top 40 in the world on Spotify, which is much better than he, I mean, he's top three, I think, in Italy. I don't think he's crying. He has done Eurovision. I, I think he would, I, my guess is like, I don't know. I, I don't think he did this to go back to, yeah, to Malmö. You said it, you said it when we first talked about it. He's, he's not in it this year to, to win, win and go to, to Eurovision. It's, you have to be there. If you're a pop star in Italy, you go to San Remo. Exactly. He has an album to promote. So this is like the first single. Yeah. 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 He doesn't care. Brilliant. Okay. Brilliant. Well, congratulations, Mahmoud. We big thumbs up from Deskmates. Yes, exactly. So going to something actually quite similar that ended up in the second place. And I, I had never heard about Jolier before. Uh, he was just coming from nowhere, for me, of course, maybe. He got more than 60% of the phone votes. But in Italy, doesn't really matter because <laughs> the system is so complicated. There was also a bit of controversy about this because it's coming from the Napoli region. They are, I, you can, somebody can tell me if I'm wrong, but this is how I perceived it at least. They are uh, very nationalistic and they were very supportive of him. So there was like a lot of people calling in from that region. So, so there was this whole thing underlining. But he came like as a rocket from like nowhere and started to be like the favorite and going up in the odds and pushing down Mahmoud and Annalisa and, and these people being there. So in the end, it was him and then the winner that we're going to listen to after. We just want to say this before. And this is okay. I'm going to say this before we listen to it. I think it's okay. But with the songs we listened to before, and especially Annalisa and Mahmoud, I think this is not even in the same league. I'm going to attempt to pronounce this. So this is, you said Giolia or Giolia. Giolia. I, I, that was my English. Giolia. That's a bit French. I have no uh, idea. And the song, I believe, is called Epime Tupete. Maybe. Sure. Well, I tried. Everything that doesn't sound like a pizza, I can't pronounce. <laughs> this is Julia with Margarita. <laughs> <laughs> So you don't think this is in the same... As my mood and Annalisa, that's what Because I mean. having, when I listened to them, mm? this was one of my favorites. Okay. Without seeing the video. And it's huge. I mean, it's still number one in Italy. With my mood as second place and the winner, third place. And of course, I think it's better than most of all the things that has been in Maleficent so far. It's, that's not what I'm saying. I'm comparing it okay, to no, the no, other things. Okay. So for, for me, it's just, I mean, this... This is a song that would probably be number one in Sweden if it was in Swedish. This is the kind of music that the kids listen to. I don't, I 100% agree. I 100% understand why this is very popular because this sounds most now of all of this. But me coming in, I'm I'm 50. Yeah, okay. No, no, no. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm listening to pop songs. I'm listening to from Eurovision angle of this. For me, that this is a, a huge, I think it's exactly where it should be right now. Hmm. Like, yeah. My, my note when I listened to this was, this is, like you said, this is the most now sounding. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you why I, I think that, not as a person who listens to, you know, the charts, but uh, have you been in a Turkish barber lately? Like, this, <laughs> this, is, this is what they listen to. Like, this is on all the time. Do you see me? Sure, yeah. That's uh, like... Yeah, okay, neither of us if, have... No. Yeah. The hair I want or to like, remove, I don't go to a Turkish barber to remove. I, I can tell you that. Okay, let's not go into detail. No, we know details. Um, or, you know, the kids on the bus that are listening through their shitty speaker on yeah, their phone. Yeah, like, this 100%. is what they're listening to. Yes, yeah. Now, I did not expect him to look like that. Exactly. I expected him to be like, you know... Handsome. I, well, that's unfair. I but, can okay. say that I'm gay. Sure. I, expect, I expected, a, I expected a, a very... 
well curated presented man. He looks like my accountant. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like my nose hair remover. No, it's okay. <laughs> he doesn't. What does, no, no, what no, does he We're not going to be this shallow and discuss people. No, okay. I, I'm no, not no, going to no. be like that. But I agree with you. It's an, it's an unexpected appearance. Let's I mean, say it like that. He was wearing a, an ill-fitting shirt tucked in. Yeah. It's like... I mean, my God, you're Italian. Everybody else is like wearing designer Design, clothing. Yeah, yeah. And then he's... Yeah. Here's why it's really jarring. Because this is the... We've watched... This is the sixth one we've watched, right? Seventh? Seventh. Seventh. And we're watching the music videos. They're all very high budget looking <laughs> things, very well produced. He doesn't look like he even had a stylist. And I'm not <laughs> saying that to be bitchy. Like, he just looked like he'd come from his day job as an IT technician. Which might be why he's so popular. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Hey, he's obviously doing something right. Yeah. Anyway, I wear a... At a bar at 2.30 or maybe 2.45 in the night uh -huh. between Saturday and Sunday. I, <laughs> we were a bunch of people around the table watching this on a phone. Yeah. And he was standing there next to this woman who was going to look. And I don't know, we were screaming so loud when <laughs> he came second and she won. Yeah, that was a very gay moment, I'll mm -hmm. tell you. And it's not like anybody reacted on the gig. They were like, oh, they're watching San Remo. That's fine. Yeah, I understand. very normal. And then we bought champagne and then we... Celebrated. So that's what we do. So now you're going to see, now we're going to go back to what this podcast is all about. It just took us the whole podcast to get there. But I mean, you see, you say sometimes that. you get these kind of things. You say that. I don't think this podcast is actually about Eurovision at all. I think it's about the things that people don't see if they're an average Eurovision yeah, watcher. True. If true. you, if you like me before I met Ken, tune in maybe and watch the final, you're missing so much quality stuff. Yeah. And more than anything, this is where the majority of the quality is. Yes. So yeah, I think this is exactly what this podcast is about. So. Great, because now you're going to listen to Angelina Mango. Yes. Which is an amazing name. Yes, a brilliant name. But uh, okay, so this is Angelina Mango. Yes. And the song is called La Noia. La Noia. Now, hmm? my guess yep. was that that meant the pleasure because of Swedish. Okay. Mm. No, yeah. It, no, know, uh, uh. Like Noia's Park is amusement okay. park, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I, I Googled it and it means the boredom. Oh, so it's the complete opposite. Yeah. Interesting. Before also, this is so interesting. This instantly turned into a huge favorite among fans. Huh. The thing is, I think of all the 30 songs, if you guys listening to this podcast, not knowing much about this contest, would pick one song and say, okay, that's the Eurovision song, it would be this one. Mm -hmm. It sounds very much Eurovision. If you go on a, if you have like a prejudice in this contest, I think this is a bit how you would think a Eurovision song would sound. But I just want to say before you start thinking like that, Italy never sent things like that. That's mm. like Spain or Cyprus or mm. whatever. This is also Italy. So it's 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 constructed as the clothes. It's just very nice put together. And yeah, I I, I love it. So watch listen to it, watch the video. It is it's great. Okay, here we go. Fantastic. I mean, as, I mean a, <laughs> as a as a pop song and as a Eurovision song, it, again, it ticks a lot of boxes. But in the same way that Luxembourg ticks a lot of boxes, and I think that these two are maybe too similar. Do you know something? It's the same songwriter. <laughs> 
And here, I'm now going to give you the reward for being the best Eurovision apprentice. It's the same song, Martin. This is, I mean, I feel like it's the same song. Like, I know, I know, obviously, I can tell I, the difference, but it's really hard for me to explain. But it's, it, it is explained by the fact that it's the same songwriter. Now, differences, this is, it's got almost an element of cheeky girls about it. Like how catchy <laughs> that hook is in the chorus. It's so, like, it's, it's in my head already. Yeah. But yeah, fantastic. Really good. I'm just going to take a couple of minutes to get over the shock of how, how right. good I am at this. <laughs> I mean, it's also, it has elements from like Rosalia, you know, the Spanish, one of the biggest Spanish artists in the world right now, like this kind of, this in the beginning. But then, of course, the, the chorus is more like of a Eurovision. Yeah. It has this, uh, some sort of um, Middle Eastern kind of vibe yeah, yeah. coming in. Exactly the same as the Luxembourg song that has just all this mishmash of like genres and cultures and things. Yeah, brilliant. But sending two so similar in the same year? I don't think he was expecting to win with her here in Italy. I don't think anybody, because Angelina Mango is not like a really, like like an established name as all of the other ones that we've been listening to. So I don't think anybody expected this. But yeah, it turned like, it just grew over the week and people started to really, really like it. Great. And now she's coming to Malmö. Amazing. So on that basis that I like it and it reminds me of the Luxembourg song, um, can you now ruin my life and tell me why I shouldn't root for her? Has she been to Israel? Or? No, she, there is nothing there that Brilliant. you shouldn't root for so you can absolutely it's, it's the ethical looks yeah yeah i don't i don't think she has um any any problems yet that Brilliant. i know of okay know. so hot take can it win um yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's right now. I think it's they right now. I just, I just opened up the odds here. They are actually second now. So of course they can win. Yeah. They are ticking a lot of boxes. The only thing that speaks against this, of course, that they won so recently. Close. Yeah. yeah, so recently. Okay, so obviously we watched the music video. How was it live? Was it good? She's amazing. We should. I mean, she's she can really sing. But there was no. no stage my yet. guess is there would be dancers. Yeah, coming yeah. up now. Hopefully. It's a very physical yeah. dance scene. So there should be something. But yeah. she was just alone. Will she, get a, will she get a dance break? Do we want to see her dance? <laughs> I don't think, I think she was stuck with this. It's, yeah. it's also, I think it's three minutes and 20 seconds. So yeah. they need to cut 20 seconds. Oof. That's also the thing with Sanremo. But we don't have to dwell into that too much this year. No. Usually the songs, they could be like four or five minutes and they yeah. need to cut them down. In the TikTok era now, 3.20 is like, for them, that, that's like long nowadays. Yeah. So so it's easier to just cut little time for that no a brilliant introduction for our podcast to San Remo. Yeah, I felt it was not like as fun. It's not like we just like, this is good. This is good. This is good. It's yeah. not like we, yeah. It's hard, the to, podcast it's hard is to make fun of them. Yeah, it's hard to make fun of them. Because they're all so attractive and good. Exactly. So we, <laughs> we have to point out people that's 25 years younger than me. Uh, that Oh, he has an ugly shirt. Just like that level of A super horror. successful pop star yeah. in his country. <laughs> Two million streams at, a day. Yeah, at San Remo. <laughs> Your shirt doesn't fit. Amazing. Well, that feels like a good place to end. Yes. Thank is. you no, so much. No, I'm going to order a pizza. <laughs> Why am I suddenly craving pasta? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I take a lanoia. <laughs> with extra, with extra salami. Do it, do it, lanoia. <laughs> Grazie. Por favore. Uh, great. So thank you so much for listening. Yes. This week. Thank you so much for sharing and uh, adding us. It's so fun to just get all these amazing callbacks oh, yeah. from you guys. Yeah. Uh, so we previously asked people to rate us on Spotify and they did. It's amazing yep. like, that that works. We love thank you. you so much. We're really grateful. We are putting a little bit of effort into our Instagram reels. So if you if you want to share those, feel free that we'd really appreciate it. Yeah. Don't know how to ask without sounding desperate. Um, <laughs> yes, so you can 
Talk to us on Instagram. Yep. You can email us at <laughs> deskmates at gmail.com. And it's at the underscore between desk and mates. Is there? Yeah. Oh, we've never mentioned that before. Mm, that's no why we don't get we any emails. Any... <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. I don't know. Maybe I should check that. I don't think there is. <laughs> we'll check it for the next episode. Yeah. Brilliant. Who, who emails nowadays? Slide into our DMs. S- slide right in. Slide. Go in dry. <laughs> let's, let's. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.